Hey, it's Ashley Nicole. I appreciate y'all for listening and hopefully you're all getting your, keeping your cheeses on your crackers. I'm dropping in on this episode to give you some goodies. Have you been wanting to get into the podcast game and don't know where to start? I got you. I have answers. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor has everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Let me say it again um, in case you missed it. Everything that you need to make a podcast is conveniently in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Free 99, zero dollars, zero cents. So go ahead and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get started now. I can't wait to listen to your podcast too. During this conversation, um, I want to discuss how we can heal through trauma without extending trauma. Um, in the previous episode, uh, it was brought up that healing through, through the trauma without extending the trauma, to paraphrase, how do you feel this can be accomplished through acknowledging mental health in the Black community? Um, also, what are some things that you feel can be done to address this? Um, I want to start with Shiz. Go ahead. Um, I want to I want to take a moment because um, I just want to point out. So when we say healing the trauma without extending the trauma, we're referring to like the conversation whenever we're we're sitting down in a crowd and it's like this happened, this happened, this happened. Sooner or later, the louder voice is someone saying, but women do this, but men do this. Like, I know you guys see in your guys' um, <laughs> everybody's on Facebook. Yeah. You post something and then the argument starts going instead of addressing the question that you ask, you start seeing, but when women do this, this, that, when men do this, this, that. So when we, when we say healing through the trauma instead of extending the trauma, that trauma is trying to determine who's the blame so that we can move to the resolution. And I want to add to that, to Sam's point, right? Um, you know, when it goes from cracking back to hurting someone's feelings, right? Um, that's also a way of extending the trauma, right? Um, and and um, defending yourself from someone either bullying you or picking on you, sometimes, um, We've gotten so accustomed to just pushing back that boundaries are broken and we push beyond um, what's necessary. So I'm going to start with Shiz and then we can go from there. Um, so I think the first thing um, is creating spaces where we don't judge people, um, giving people the opportunity to speak up um, and others just to sit back and listen. Um, because a lot of times we have to understand that at times our thoughts aren't necessarily our own. The way that we um, perceive things are not necessarily the right way because in certain ways we've been, you know, um, programmed and taught to think the way that we do and to respond to things a certain way. So I think the first thing is just being willing to listen 
and, and, and trying to put yourself in that person's shoes. I mean, so for instance, when Sam talks about, you know, um, being that he's, he's mixed that sometimes, um, well, I'm not going to say mixed, but that his father is from Africa and that his mother is from America. In America, as Black Americans at the time, we were taught that, you know, Africans lived in huts and all these different things. So when you run into a person that comes from Africa, we have those different jokes and we don't necessarily understand how we were programmed not to appreciate and understand people from outside our individual culture. So I think the first thing is for us just to sit down and have a conversation um, and just try to hear someone on the opposite end of the aisle. Um, I think another big thing when we talk about, you know, this topic is the relationship between black men and black women as well um, is that, we can't necessarily blame each other for why one person doesn't do this and why the other doesn't do that. It has to be more of an idea that, hey, look, we understand there's trauma. We understand that there have been things that have, you know, happened that have called the, caused us, you know, to butt heads. But what do we do now? How can we come down and sit at this table and try to figure out, you know, a solution to us being united and putting together a front that can potentially be unbreakable? So, you know, and long story short, I'm saying be willing, you know, to listen to one another, be willing not to necessarily judge people just because, you know, they have a different upbringing than you or because they have a different um, idea than what you have. All right, Nick. Um, I appreciate that. I, I'm thinking about um, this question. I, um, I, I don't disagree with Chiz at all. I think um, also... This makes me think about some of the youth work that I do. So like uh, diversity inclusion training at a at a younger level is something that I do. I think everybody needs it though. Um, and so one of the, the things that we try to teach there is like the skill of active listening, right? And that's like listening to understand as opposed to just respond. And so I'm actually talking about what we see like on Twitter when somebody maybe tweets about black men based off of an experience that they have had, right, or that them and numerous people that they know have had. Um, and then Black men, instead of listening and taking that in and maybe asking why this is happening, uh, you know, or why we're responding like this, or trying to check the men, they then turn around and attack the women for being women or for whatever, right? Um, I think this is like this ties back to that. If we can listen to understand and to respect people's like lived experience, you know, like you might lie about something that's happened to you, but for the most part, people aren't out here lying about the bad things that they have experienced. Um, it's not clout chaser, you know what I mean? That folks like to, are oh, you on the internet clout chasing you? That ain't happened. Uh, that's cap, this, that, and the third, when it's like, nah, this seems like a safe space at this time where people are being bold and sharing these stories. Um, so I feel comfortable enough to share mine as well. We got to be able to embrace that. Um, and I think that leads uh, or can help us steer away from gaslighting, right? Like, which is, I think, uh, a byproduct of not being able to listen to understand. Um, we're listening for... Uh, all the little cues that we need so that we can respond in a way that feels effective and it feels like we're taking the power back in the conversation um, and all the while manipulating this person to some, at, at times, manipulating these people into questioning 
if what they know to be true is even true, right? Um, and I think it's extra hard when I, when I really, really do a deep dive into it because I know that I have also held that type of space, right? And I, I think about it and I think about the fact that like, yo, this was not something that I was intentionally trying to do. I'm not actively trying to manipulate this person. I need to unlearn this because this is how I've, uh, you know, been socialized. Like this is what I have experienced within the community that I exist in, right? Um, with the people that I spend time with, um, not so much these days, but like in the past when I learned this, right? And so it's like, yo, um, we gotta all unlearn this. And then, you know, folks continue to manipulate. Like, I think that will make it easier to, to, to suss out the manipulators from those of us who maybe just don't have the proper skills for communicating like they need to, you know? Um, communication is a skill that has to be developed and there's a lot of different parts that go into that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think as far as like not extending the trauma, um, working on how we listen to each other, um, listening to understand each other, as opposed to just have a clap back, top top tier way to to address that. And and I think um, I think between you, Sen, and Dev and Shiz, right? Um, I love what you all are doing, right? Um, you all have um, your hands physically in the community. Right um, between um, mentoring, between you know providing a level of, um, of 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 guidance. Right. I mean, here's the thing. You know, lifting as we climb wasn't mm -hmm. just a phrase, just as to say. Right. I, I think you know we had to kind of fall in order to be able to do what we do. Mm -hmm. We had to go through so many experiences. Um, to not let the next little kid go through the same things that we did. Um, not necessarily coddling them or right. preventing them from going through those experiences, but think about it. Coming from Rawway, coming from Trenton, coming from Newark, um, how many of you all had people point out the forks in the road for you, mm -hmm. right? You know, hey, little homie, you go this way, this is what's mm -hmm. going to happen. You go that way, this is going to happen. You know, a lot of the time they let you go full speed ahead and hit that wall. You know what I mean? And it's not till then you realize, oh man. So, uh, you know, I do really want to commend you guys for doing that. Um, I, I want to go to Dev real quick to answer the question. Okay. Um, yeah, so again, like just because of the position of like me speaking, like it's not that much to, that much to add, but like I think acknowledging it, right? Um, being able to acknowledge that you're not okay. Right. Because to Nick's point, like people just listen to respond and not to and not to actually understand um, because they're just so hurt and just so happy or just so eager to to attack because they feel some type of way. Right. Um, the biggest thing. So like the whole idea of extending trauma is like hurt people, hurt people. Right. Um, and understanding why you're hurt. And doing something about it internally first before you like explode. So that goes back to the whole thing that a few people have said, like just really talking about your feelings and expressing that, you know, like I'm not okay. This is why I'm not okay. Um, and, and finding spaces that support that. Um, that's one of the biggest ways that we can do to, to not extend, extend the trauma. Um, 
something else that I believe Nick said is like just re-education or unlearning a lot of things that we've learned, right? Because a lot of things that we were taught aren't necessarily the most healthy ways to interact with people, interact with women. Um, and that's something that we have to learn, but there's, we can only do that by being exposed to someone who's, who's moving that way. Right. So folks have to be open to a, a new way of, of living. Right. And, and being comfortable with being uncomfortable in the sense of like change is difficult, right? Like unlearning a lot of the ways that men move in terms of women is, is, it's a lot, it's, it's difficult, um, but it can be done, right? And starting early, right? So that's why I think the work with youth is so important because you can stop that a lot earlier. It's much easier to tell a 14 year old, like, hey, little homie, like, this is what, how you should do it versus telling a 40 year old man, like, hey, bro, that wasn't cool, right? You got you got some old you got some old heads that are like yo I got shirt stains that are older than you. It was like first of all why you got shirts that are that dirty? But like second of all like okay like you got it like and I, I feel like that's a lot of conversations that we will have with older men and like they're not necessarily open to change, so not necessarily giving up on them. Um, but realizing that it's going to be a, a harder process with them versus a more impressionable mind. So like starting early, starting with that education, um, telling kids, getting kids more Afrocentric, because once you get kids more Afrocentric, it becomes more community based than individualized. Um, but that's a whole that's a whole nother thing. But yeah, yeah. So I, I want to go to San real quick. And um <laughs> Appreciate that, Shiz. That yeah, I mean, he spoke some good truths. Um, the field of social work, right? I commend you guys. I commend teachers. I commend therapists. Um, I, being a field that requires you to put so much of yourself into ensuring that the people that um, you're working with. Um, go down the right path, right? Mm. How do you yourself um, balance the traumas of others um, yeah. and not allowing it to transition into your personal life um, and or allowing those traumas to kind of um, provide wrong guidance, right? Um, being able to make sure that you can kind of shed off this one person or this one child or this one situation, become yourself and then go back into another, you know, I mean, the same could be said for therapists, but therapists have therapists, right? So, um, but you know, so I'm going to, I'm going to uh, speak briefly on it. Cause well, I got, I got bars for it, but so <laughs> me, me and me and Dev had our conversations. So, cause um, Dev did the clinical, yeah, I did. My concentration is management and policy. However, when I worked at Job Corps, um, so I so while I was getting my master's, I interned at um, James Bird. Um, it's the New Jersey school, training school for boys. It's a it's a juvenile jail. Mm -hmm. So picture pretty much if you could think about in the past 10, 15 years, all of the um, major crimes with um, minors, I I've pretty much met them. 
I've, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've met the child murderers. I met all of them. Um, so, you know, that, that weighed in, on, that weighed a lot on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, working at Job Corps, I saw things, I heard things, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it was, it was tough on that aspect uh, for me. So that's why I, I said I couldn't, um, you know, I didn't want to really do the clinical clinical side of, of, of social work because, you know, I take, I take things to heart. So, mm-hmm. and I want to always continuously try to do, um, do things to help others. So, you know, when you can't, uh, and you gotta be, and you gotta be numbers driven. That's not mm-hmm. my, that's not my, mm-hmm. my thing in, in certain aspects. So, you know, um, I didn't do the. I wanted to create the programs and hire, hire the right and hire the clinical and hire the people <laughs> to, do the, to do the right thing. So you know, um, it taking like working at Rutgers, um, I dealt with you know um, the issues at work, um, the um, the passive the the the, yeah, the passive aggressiveness with you know white supervisors at work that mm-hmm. was mentally draining. Um, then dealing with the kids, you know, and their issues um, in New Brunswick. Um, and then, you know, going over and then having uh, a, a girlfriend that was at the time uh, that was, you know, ex- was was living in Atlanta. So, you know, that all that weighed in on, on me and everything like that. So in, re- in regards to my mental health with it, I developed anxiety and partly depression with it. So, you know, I can speak on that now because um, it's been since last year's been, I've been a, a lot better, but, you know, um, taking the, now that I realize, you know, taking the time to exercise more during this COVID, it's been, it's been hell for me, but uh, I, I just don't feel like it, but, uh, you know, taking the time to work out when I was in the gym, you see, I don't play when it comes to the gym. I just lift heavy nonstop, but, you know, Taking the time to be in the gym, taking the time to uh, fellowship with your friends—that mm-hmm. that is big. And having these, you know, I, I realized, you know, sitting down with my chapter alone, I was um, having conversations with brothers that were doing having the same exact issues that I was having, mm-hmm. um, and they didn't even realize it. Like, um, you know, it was like, you know, I'm having like heart, like chest problem. I'm out, mm-hmm. like you, you know, you're having an anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's. It's, and it's dealing with that. It's dealing with from older to younger, you know. Yo, you know, you're, you're having, you know, uh, anxiety attack. You're having a panic attack. That's the conversations that, you know, and it started helping you out when you actually get to talk about it. Um, drinking, you know, drinking and smoking, that's not, it's not the the, the best uh, therapy, but, you know, sometimes, you know, you don't want to get too much into that, you know, gain too much, gain too much weight with the drinking. I know I have. <laughs> so I, I had to, I had to take a, I had to take a second I had to take a second and realize one day I was like how many since the, you know when pandemic so I was like how many bottles of tequila did I did I already kill already the first listen, the first, listen, yeah, the first yeah. couple of weeks that we've been home like all right this is way too much so you know mm-hmm. uh, all of that you know goes into your mental health so um, I, I don't know I don't know about Dev when it came to working <laughs> with certain things but I know I know I took things to heart when I seen like. Uh, homeless when I was at job court dealing with homeless kids that um you know didn't have home but you know they're messing up they have they they, they have a high school diploma but they can't read mm-hmm. first grade book. Yeah. That's so, so one of the things that I, I was brought up a couple ep- a couple episodes um is practicing mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Right? Um meditating. 
um, finding ways to, you know, um, it was stated earlier, you can't expect to be, so you can't expect to be somebody's peace if you can't have peace of your own, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we all have to find a way to find our center. Um, but the problem is, I think a lot of times we are always supporting somebody else. We're always having to be strong for others. Um, uh, I want to close with this, you know, um, what are some ways that you would, um, and we're just going to go around, around, um, around the bin here. Um, what are some ways that you guys would give, um, someone some tips on finding their peace? Um, we're going to go Nick, Shiz, um, Dev, and then Sam. Who is it starting off? Uh, Nick. Oh, Nick. <laughs> is it me? Yo, can y'all hear me? Nick, yeah, we can okay, hear you. Okay, gotcha. Uh, he just froze. All right, so we're going to go Shiz, Dev, Sam, then Nick. He was doing well the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... What what I would say is, um, and one of the things some of my friends have really been pressing on me as of late is seeking out a therapist um, mm-hmm. because you don't necessarily know the traumas or the issues that you have until you kind of, you know, unapologetically can lay them at the floor of a professional and mm-hmm. kind of have them walk you through your thoughts. Um, so that's something that I'm searching for, um, something that I'm trying to make a commitment to myself um is that because there's a stigma that we were taught you know when it comes to you know seeking out therapy you know your grandparents mm-hmm. but i don't want those people in my mm-hmm. head you know those different things so i would definitely say that's the first tip that's what i'm learning um it's definitely um seeking out a therapist number two um trying to create an environment where we can have conversations like on, on my platforms and the people that i've talked to they may not necessarily always agree with me i may not necessarily agree with them but, you know, we can agree to disagree and we can still understand that at the end of the day, um, our goals are the same. So just being willing to be more understanding of, you know, everybody within your circle. Um, I will leave with those two tips. Seek out a therapist and be willing, you know, to, to, to hear people out on their thoughts. All right, Deb. Um, so for me, just going back to basics, right? Um, so with this whole pandemic, right, we've had a lot of time on our hands. And folks have been doing things that gave them joy when they were kids, right? So a lot of times when we get older, like we all just work, 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 and got to be an adult and do all, handle all these responsibilities, which is fantastic, which is great. But like, still, let's go back to doing things that gave us joy when we were younger, um, because that's really how you find peace is just getting back to uh getting back to that inner child that we all have, right. And nurturing, nurturing that inner child that we have, um, and taking care of that inner child. So like getting, doing, going back to basics. So old hobbies that you used to have, try to start those back up, you know, one or two, um, and really just take time for yourself. Um, they, you know, people stress self-care, self-care, but really figure out what that means to you. Um, and hold that, just like you support other people, do that for yourself. And and for those listening, Dev is not giving you validation to get that PS5, okay? Uh, just because that brought you joy as a kid. That's not what <laughs> <you're saying. laughs> Sin, go ahead. 
So um, finding your peace, um, you know, it's finding things that you that calm you down. You know, one of the things I like to do is create. So I've been working on programs um, that I want to create in my from my high school. Um, working on chapter stuff. Um, you know, I, I jumped into playing video games for the first uh, two months of COVID. Mm-hmm. We had a nice Call of Duty uh, uh, team that we was doing, but um, you know, um, it's just sitting down, and just finding finding what you like, um, and having those conversations with yourself at times, and you know, sometimes being 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 by yourself and just me time. You know, is, is all the is all that you need. So, um, you know, that's how I found it. That's just my opinion on on it. Okay, Nick. Sorry about that. Before I don't know what happened. Uh, <laughs> be paying this. Like, I'll be paying this Wi-Fi bill on time. Maybe. <laughs> um, but um, so I heard a, a few of the things that I would say, but I'm gonna say them anyways. Because um, like Dev and Sands. Like y'all's thing kind of went together for mine. Um, and I think it's like getting back to things that you like as a kid, right? Like things that, that made you happy when you didn't have money or responsibility, right? Or maybe not like real responsibility. Um, and so like, for me, that's creating. Uh, I don't, I'm not creating a lot of programming. I'm doing a little bit of program creating right now, but mostly art um, and like, Really, 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 really simple stuff. Like I, I like to sing and rap and shit. Like I like that as a kid. So I do that now. I do that all the time. That's very therapeutic for me. But the thing that I've been getting back into, I mean, especially with all this extra time on my hand, is like creative visual art. Um, mm-hmm. I got a box of crayons on the table right over there. Um, <laughs> you know, and I get busy with the crayons. Um, but I mean, also I made some fruit art the other day because mm-hmm. like. Vegan and at the house board, at the house board, at the house, at the house board, right? Like, um, you know what I'm saying? Hit it, hit it, cheers, hit it. You feel me? Like, it's just, I, I have the time on my hands. I have the things here. And so I'm doing that. Like, I've been finding classes on Coursera, free ones to take, right? Mm-hmm. Like, things that are, are are on topics that I care about that don't have me thinking about the things that are painting right now, right, or the stuff that I'm going through and the stuff that we're going through in, as a society, with the exception of the fact that I got enough time to sit in the house to take a class um, because I'm stuck at the house because of, of the pandemic. Um, but then the other thing that I would say is, um, like, <clears throat> finding time to be around your loved ones and the folks that love you, right, in, in the ways that you can. Um, mm-hmm. I don't live near my family. I haven't seen them in a while. I'm trying to see them hopefully soon, uh, but they far, kind of far. And shut down, so I mean, I'm not it, sure how you're going to happen. Look, the things that's going on in Texas is going on in Atlanta, right? Like, so it's Don't ask me fault. She's in Houston, so. Oh, man. So you, are, you already know the deal. Like, my folks is in the DFW. It's not great. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. safe. And so it hasn't been safe to travel to them. Um, but Atlanta also just kind of wild. People ain't really taking this pandemic serious here, so yeah, I can't boy. even commune with the people that I would regularly commune with on a regular basis. Um, and so, you know, um, taking advantage of opportunities to be together virtually. Uh, you know, I have friends who I used to see all the time and friends who I used to live with in California who I don't see quite that often at all. 
who I've been seeing every day thanks to different phone apps. You know, um, we hosted a virtual game night on Zoom uh, last week. You know, um, just trying to find ways to still have community because I can't really have community. It would be nice to touch people, right? Mm -hmm. It would be really nice to hug my mom. I miss the fuck out of her. Um, But doing what I can do to give me as much of that sense of satisfaction as I, as I, as I could get um, through a, through a computer screen, it's been working. Um, And then I haven't done this yet, but hopefully by next week, I will. What Chiz said, go get a therapist. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping this girl emails me back with some dates of availability (laughs) next week. So I can go to my very first, not at college therapy session. Everybody <laughs> else, please go get that. We are black people in America. We suffer PTSD on the daily. We need therapy. Go get some. Awesome. Find the right one too. Find the right one too. Don't, absolutely. Don't just say I had one and she was more uh, of the career side. So it's making sure you find the right one that, you know, get all them childhood traumas and everything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Now my mom is a, so my mom is a is a social worker. So hearing y'all talk mm-hmm. about trying not to bring that stuff home, right? Like I know she was struggling with that. I, I, very very real story about that that I know she was struggling with. Mm-hmm. I almost had a stepbrother one day. You know what I'm saying? Not a stepbrother, adopted brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it 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 it's hard to let that stuff go. She Absolutely. had therapy Absolutely. through her whole career. She has referred me to it often. Like, this is something that we all need. You know what I'm saying? If health professionals need a health professional, mm-hmm. non-health professionals damn sure need a health professional. Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank y'all so much. This has been a great conversation. Um, we actually made pretty good time. I thank you guys. I just want to take one last uh, round. I know that... Uh, Dev has the program coming up and Chiz has weekly. You got something every day, just about. I want to give you guys just one more chance to um, tell us, tell the audience where they can find you, what you have coming up, or, you know, just whatever you want to say to say goodbye with if you don't have anything coming up. Also, um, before I do, I just saw that um, Paige sent me the music. So I'm going to shout out Nick, Nicholas. For our theme song music. All right. Yeah. I gotta listen to it, but I bet it's gonna be bomb.com. Okay, now y'all go. <laughs> hey, I guess I'll take it out. Um, like Ashley said, uh Chiz, check me out at Coach Lee Focus. All right. Um, every Monday talking back at 7 p.m. with Chiz and Lex. So check us out, man. And I just want to give y'all y'all roses too, man. I mm-hmm. definitely appreciate the platform that you guys are putting together here. Make sure you keep it up. And always remember, you know, consistency is the key. You guys got a whole tribe behind you, as you can see, and we're ready to support you guys in any way. So thank you guys for giving me this opportunity today. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. She's trying to give you a hug. <laughs> oh, there we go. Air hug. Air hug. There we go. There we go. <laughs> well, I don't have anything. I don't have anything to promote, really. So uh, just stock your Instagram. You was cooking. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I got uh my, my personal page, you you not like Chad with a you. Um my grill page, Big Sand Grills. Um, you know, I'm always on the grill all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look at cheese. <laughs> so uh 
Um, I'm sorry, because at first I thought he said big sand girls, and I'm like, whoa. Bro, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> nah, big sand girls, big sand girls uh, on, on IG. Uh, you can always follow my chapter page, MGG underscore Somerset Qs. We are uh, trying to get up. I'm, I'm working on it. Damn, I oh, right out. Oh. Uh, uh, we're just working on uh, M, uh, our, our mentoring program right now. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> All right, Dev. Uh, I don't know. It said, "Saying you done, man. You good? I'm good. I'm good. I'm okay. good. I got the light on. <laughs> I'm trying to move. Um. So, all right. So, Dev, the counselor uh, on Instagram, working on a podcast uh, with another therapist. Um, we have an episode soon to come. Uh, we're talking about the entanglement and all that Will and Jada stuff. Uh, so, and all in like relationships. So, that should be interesting. Look forward to that. I'll be posting that from uh, the Dev the Counselor page until um, like the podcast page uh, jumps off. Um, but I again want to thank Ashley and Paige. Uh, Ashley for this being your parenting child and Paige for, you know, like lifting her up and, and doing what you Thank you all for having me again. Um, so I'm glad y'all not tired of me talking. I'm 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 proud of being here with y'all uh to support y'all in this endeavor. So that's hey. it. All right, and Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop playing with me. Oh <laughs> uh, man, uh Nick Pratt, um <laughs> at Nick Pratt Music, um for you know, seeing pictures of fruit and uh other uh vegan shit and Maybe, you know, if you need to get into an entanglement, DMs is open. Um, <laughs> no, I'm <sweating. laughs> um, Kidding, kidding. Um, <laughs> but nah, um, if you're looking for me, really, if you really want to find me in a way that's going to support me, uh, go on title.com um, and play my music. Uh, if you got Apple Music or Spotify or something else, that's cool too. But title pays the most to artists and it is black owned. Um, and we out here trying to be very culturally focused, I think. So go ahead and, um, you know, <laughs> there you go. Um, go ahead and, 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 and get that title subscription and let that Spotify one go and then play my music on there. So I can get a little bit more of a penny per play. Um, cause it ain't even a whole penny per play, but we, that's another whole that's other whole thing. Yeah. And then also, uh-huh. also check out the song that I didn't kick to them. Hopefully for, I mean, I'm hoping it'll be the theme song, but even if it's not, um, it's just a great record by um, my little brother, one of my producers, one of the artists that gets down with me and the CSB. Um, his name is Cassius G. Um, the song is called Cool, um, C-O-U-P, but the P is silent. Obviously it's cool. Um, please check that out. It's a great record. Um, it is about mental health, um, but it is a positive and powerful record, and it is uh, jamming like a motherfucker, man. So um, you know, check all of that. Oh, and my and my group, the Slab, man. I'm sorry, cause that's the last music I put out last year, 2019. So hop in the Slab, man. You know what I'm saying? Check that shit out too. Um, yeah, man. You know. You got that nice two mile an hour driving music. So everybody can see me, baby. You know what I'm talking about. You know how it's going. You feel me? Uh, man, so yeah, uh, and, and, and Ashley, uh, Puget, appreciate y'all, man, for real, for having me. Yeah, nigga. Uh, <laughs> appreciate y'all for having me. Um, this is beautiful. Uh, please, please, please keep doing more of this. We need to keep having these discussions. We need to, yeah, and and um, Nick will definitely look to have you again because we do have um, another session, I believe, coming up with um, music and mental health. 
Um, I'm here for that. And so we, we definitely want to be able to make sure that um, we have topics that people really want to talk about. Um, we're constantly filling for topics that people want to hear um, from the community. So um, we definitely thank you. Um, thank you all for jumping on.